we're good at we're good at telling people if we like or don't like something and yeah. uh yeah we don't like that so change it formula one yeah sorry i hope you don't mind me speaking for for you there i'm trying to present a united front on this no issue. i i 100 agree with you okay good yeah Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Revved Up Podcast. Thank you for joining us wherever you choose to get your podcast. Thank you for watching us on YouTube. Make sure to like and subscribe, rate and review us. My name is Marwan Osman, and I am, of course, joined by the one and only Edgar O'Neill. Edgar, what's going on, man? You know, excited. Uh, I felt like we got a good race. Excited to talk about it. There is a lot to talk about. And before we... Well, let's set the stage, okay? Mm -hmm. We're going to talk, of course, about McLaren and the nice little weekend that they had. We'll talk about Mercedes and the not-so-nice weekend that they had. But let's kick things off with a little refresher for the people. Like you said, we had ourselves a pretty fun weekend out in Austria. Uh, Sprint race weekend, so kind of shifted around the order of things. Mm -hmm. Friday, we had qualifying for the race on Sunday. Qualifying, not really a whole lot to take away from it other than Sergio Perez once again, yeah, not making it past Q2. And George Russell, I think, ending somewhere in 11th or something mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, Sergio Perez had all his lap times deleted, which we'll talk about that yeah. soon, very soon. Um, but no, also Charles Leclerc, worth noting, was only 0.048 seconds off of Max Verstappen for pole. So that's the closest we've seen somebody challenge him. So, you know, I will say qualifying overall was, you know, raised a couple eyebrows. You know, I was I was very excited to see what would happen on Sunday after this um, qualifying qualifying session. But in between that, we had ourselves a little sprint race. And to be honest, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time covering that sprint race. Um, It was it was fun, fun little race. Sergio and Max got into it a little bit at the start there and then Max uh, got the win as he does. Yeah. Now for the race itself, Max and P1, of course, mm-hmm. flanked by Charles Leclerc and Sergio Perez uh, on the podium. Uh, what else? Lewis Hamilton, P8. We'll talk about that soon. Yeah. Don't worry about that. And I, I wanted to make sure that I noted something before this episode ends and it's best that I do it now, right? Yeah, just get it out of the way. Yeah. <clears throat> Logan Sargent, P13. Yeah. How about yeah. that? Good for you, Florida man. Watch out. America yeah. is coming, Formula One. And where did DeVries end up? Who even cares at this yeah. point? We need to take a look at the rookies, though, and we- see where they are at this point in the season. Uh, that does sound like a good idea. We got to save it because, you know, we got the summer break coming up. We might be starved mm-hmm. for content then. Okay. We'll keep that one in the back pocket, you know. But yeah, th- those were the notable finishes. And yeah, I'm excited for Florida man finishing 13th and Williams in general. But yeah. anyways, besides all that, what do you think at guard? We get an entertaining race on Sunday. Yeah, I thought it was super entertaining. And I was debating, or not debating, but I was asking myself like what the penalties contributed to it. Because, so, oh my God. Man, with those penalties, and we can we can dive into that in a second here. That was um at first I was I was keeping track. You know, one of them mm-hmm. popped up every now and then and be like, oh wow, penalty. Yeah. But then they just kept rolling in. And I just like, hey, throw my hands up. Whatever happens at the end, we'll we'll see what the standings are and how it's affected. It was it was honestly 
starting to take away from the race a little bit. But yeah, overall, okay. before I before I really dive into that, I'll I'll just say that I don't know if you're experiencing this the same way that I am as far as these races being entertaining. But mm. the way I'm viewing it now is it's starting to be mostly based on did this race give us a lot to talk about? Mm. Now it that may or may not be related to the fact that we do this podcast now and that generally speaking, a race that gives us a lot to talk about makes it a little more easy to get these episodes done. But That's what fair. do you think? Are you are you at least feeling a little somewhat similar or not at all? No, I think I I think I'm feeling similar, but I mean, that's kind of how you find things entertaining in the first place, right? Is like, does it give you something to talk about? Um, I so I don't know if it's just because we're doing the podcast. I think it's just like, we yeah. like the sport and it's giving us stuff to talk about. I mean, it like used to be, hey, just give me a couple of these safety cars, give me some overtakes and I'm good. But, yeah. you know, hey, this can't really spend a whole 30 minutes talking about that. I don't know. Because I had a friend message me. Do we, should we just go out? I'm going to just go ahead and jump to the end of the race about what Verstappen did, which uh, super entertaining. And I had a friend message me about it who like doesn't watch F1 the way we do, wow. um, where they were like, wow, Verstappen really just pitted on lap 70 of 71 to get fresh tires so that he could take fastest lap from his teammate. I was That's just, that is, it's, it's dirty. It's beautiful. It's aggressive. It's, po it's poetic. It's, it's a lot of things. Honestly, I want more of that. Yeah, um, that was brutal. That was savage. It was savage, but elegant. <laughs> my my one of my biggest critiques of Max Verstappen, and it's not related at all to his skill as a driver because there's you can't say anything about that. Yeah. But I need a little bit more for my superstars as far as personalities go. You know, I need you know, mm. a little, little, mm. now he doesn't need that, and yeah. that's perfectly fine. Max Verstappen seems almost a little robotic in his in his performance, you know, he's, he's here, he wins, he goes home, he gets on the simulator and he calls it a night. But no, I, I actually enjoyed that a lot from yeah. what Max Verstappen did. And I was trying to think of like, what's the, what's some equivalent of that in either any other sport or just in life? Is it? I, I remember one time I watched like a basketball highlight where I, and I, I don't remember, I'm sorry, I don't know basketball that well, but it was like, I'll just say somebody like Ali ooped on a team and they were like 30 or 40 points up already. And literally the coach goes, we are not in the playoffs. There was no need for you to do that. See that. Yeah. Yeah. I could see where, where you're coming from with that. To me, it would probably be like, you know, Steph Curry shooting the three and that's turning around and not even looking. But that's uh, that's a little yeah. different. It would be like if he was if his team was up by thirty, and he he was just like put me back in, because there was there was a but serious. He, took, he had a, he would have to steal a ball from his teammate <laughs> to do it. It's honestly pretty crazy because there's yeah. a risk that comes with the pit stop. Um, mm. you know anything anything could happen. New tires, who knows? But Red Bull, being the team that they are, of course, give you an oh, immaculate man. pit stop every time. And yeah, it was. It was a wrap on that. I, I major respect for that move from Max Verstappen. I yeah. was I was really just looking at the other drivers like, you guys are just going to let him get away with that? that was, Come on, yeah. someone. I hate to go here, but look, no one's going to do that to me. Next <laughs> race, I'm, 
uh, I'm, I'm gonna keep that in mind look you yeah. know just a, a little accidental hey you know we it's all good. we got plenty of these cars yeah but anyways that was um no i do want to talk about these track limits themselves a little bit some more. yeah so as far as the race goes itself i was honestly starting to get annoyed by it i was yeah. i was watching this race keeping track of of who was who was where you know trying to write down some notes you know make yeah. sure i stay informed but then i just gave up it's like it no more much. of this um i think we had honestly i didn't even i didn't even keep track of it at the end I, um, let's see from my last notes it was uh da, 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 da. i think carlos Sainz got some uh we know hamilton got some we know norris got some uh Akon, holy shit got a bunch <laughs> right so actually with Akon, i think that was that was honestly hilarious because there was a radio message going on between him and his engineer at the end there um mm. his engineer said something along the lines of good job no no race penalties for us no track limit penalties they were being handed out and Akon was like yeah good job good job team on that and then I don't know. A couple hours later, boom! Four of them right there for Esteban yeah. Ocon. I think that was five total penalties for him. And uh, what can you do except laugh at that point? It's I. I mean, yeah. you just you just have to accept it. I really don't like things being decided by some guys in suits sitting in Switzerland or wherever they are. Yeah. I don't know, but it it does kind of take away from the race, right? We were like. I mean, this is the first time we saw something like this. Yeah, and I feel like it's, well, so yeah, in, in that regard, yeah, but like we've seen earlier this year where we had, um, I think it was Ashton Martin who complained about a result and ended up getting their drivers moved up. Yeah. And it was, um, or they, they contested a penalty um, and they, they ended up getting it reversed. And so it ended up switching the order of things. And this was actually Ashton Martin who came to the FIA again after said, hey, we have all of these instances of of track limits. And honestly, I think we need to get back to shaming snitching. Yeah. That's that's the only way. That's the only way we can do this. When um when Lando Norris was behind <laughs> Lewis Hamilton. Lap seven. He was, he was just calling it out every single time. Yeah, he went off again. Yeah. He went off again. I I was like, all right, man, just shut up and drive. That, yeah. That's that's how I felt about it. But um no that's that is your guy though. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go. No, no, I agree with Norris. you. Like I put, I put literally it's lap seven Norris snitching. <laughs> yeah. We need to start shaming them for that. Even, even Lewis Hamilton was doing it and Hey, I, I love me some Lewis Hamilton, but no, we can't be condoning that behavior. Um, yeah. Cause it did seem like his was like, well, if they're going to give me penalties, I'm going to make sure they get penalties, which is um, understandable. Yeah. So we don't, I'll, I'll be honest, if you're looking for, um, you know, a, a solution to this problem with the track limits, because, you know, it was it was the right call to enforce it. Um, mm -hmm. They were going off the track. It's a pretty simple rule. Um, yeah. Now, as far as the solution goes, we're, we're not the ones for that. You know, I'll be I'll be honest. I just know that they got to change something. And we're good at we're good at telling people if we like or don't like something. And yeah, uh, yeah we don't like that. So change it. Formula One. Yeah. Sorry, I hope you don't mind me speaking for, for you there. I'm trying to present a united front on this. No, issue. I 100% I agree with you. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So 
Where do you want to go next, McLaren or Mercedes? Uh, Mercedes, because McLaren, it's kind of a happy note. Let's end on the happy note. So Mercedes, uh, okay. we know the car is bad, Lewis. Just drive it. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I mean, with Mercedes, the main question is, is pretty simple. What the hell was that? That's my main question. Yeah. What what happened? What what did you give us your reaction to watching that that tragedy unfold? Uh concern and confusion because it is like if because Lewis was having trouble driving the car. So it is what what is making it hard? What is making it hard to drive? Yeah. And we've seen them historically struggle at Austria. So you can write it off to that if, if you want to do that. But this has been kind of a, it's got to be at least a letdown moment for them. The, the team was feeling pretty good after these upgrades in Canada. And well, at least Lewis Hamilton was. And yeah. things were looking pretty good. We're going to focus on Lewis here. I don't, yeah. honestly, I don't know what happened with George Russell. I mean, he, hey, he ended up finishing ahead of Lewis. So there is that. Yeah. But, um, no, so it was just a, a pretty all-around, pretty terrible performance from Lewis Hamilton. Uh, like you mentioned, I do think we got an all-time radio call moment. Yeah, that was... We know the car is bad. Just drive it. Um, no, I, and I actually fully agree with Toto on that. It, it is yeah. kind of weird to hear that being directed towards Lewis Hamilton. But, I mean, I guess he was complaining a lot. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, at that point, like, if you know, like, yeah, you just you got to finish the race. Honestly, I, I feel like they did him a little dirty with the with the radio messages on the broadcast because everyone's complaining, right? Like, yeah. that, that's all they do. I mean, there was a time where it was like every race Max was up by like 15 seconds. You'd hear him complaining about something with the car. So mm -hmm. it's, it's a normal thing that they all do. But I think they chose. All right. We have we have a narrative here we can make with Lewis Hamilton. Um, yeah, at least that's how I experienced it. Yeah, but no, Lewis Hamilton, P8. Yeah, an all-around so-so, below-average performance for Mercedes. It's starting to, honestly, I'm starting to question if, if all right, I'm just going to throw this out here. Does anybody really know what they're talking about with these races? Like, okay, we know Red Bull is better than everybody, mm -hmm. but now what we're seeing with these other teams, Mercedes, Ferrari, Ashton Martin, is I'll some inconsistency that we see with like the bottom yeah. teams usually, but these teams are, are kind of up and down. So I'll, I'll just ask you this. Give me, give me your current standings for those three teams. Where do things stand? Not counting Red Bull. So just Aston Martin, Mercedes and Ferrari. Yep. Aston Martin, Ferrari, Mercedes. Huh? Wow. Yeah. So I, I don't, so Ferrari, I mean, uh, like we'd have to look at the stats. I'm sure Ferrari's still technically outperforming Aston Martin, but I feel like we've only been seeing Aston Martin go up. We haven't seen them regress really. I mean, Lance Stroll, like his performances, but in terms of the reliability of the car, I don't think we've seen anything regress. That's fair. And Lance Stroll himself has bought himself some more time. Good for him. I think this has been a, a common theme for this this week was Lance Stroll and Sergio oh. Perez. I I, I did kind of go into him a little bit last week, but I can't say anything this week. So I'm just going to stand back and see how uh, Silverstone unfolds. But no, exciting to see how that battle shapes up. I, if you look beyond this first place 
spot that Red oh. Bull has locked up. This is actually a pretty entertaining season. Yeah. Just you, you just got to look a little deeper. That's it. Yeah. Again, if we took away first place from this race, this was an insane race. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was still an insane race, but yeah. In fact, we should just do that for the rest of the season. Yeah, just take away Max. Yep. Let's all agree that we just pretend like first place doesn't exist. Or better yet, we just give it to him. The start of the race, Max Verstappen yeah. just goes and hangs out at the podium, and we watch the rest of the race with um, everybody else who isn't Max. Yeah, go chill in the cool-down room. You know, you can talk to second and third later. <laughs> Add that to the to the ideas we're, we're going to have to work on an episode where we just come up with ideas to make Formula One more entertaining. Ooh. You know, that's that, Add that one to it. It, it may not cool. stick, but we'll see. <laughs> but, okay. Uh, we talked about Mercedes. We'll get, we'll, we'll uplift this episode a little bit and, yeah. and be a little more positive, shall we? Do something that uh, might be a first for our show. Talk about McLaren and not have you want to go speak to a therapist afterwards. Yeah. So overall, just give, how's the mood? How, how are you we're, feeling? About uh, we're your feeling team? good. We're feeling happy. Uh, apparently there's like, so Lando got the upgrades. Uh, Oscar did not. Um, uh, Oscar is going to get the full package at Silverstone. But apparently there are even additions that weren't put on Lando's car that he's going to get um, now. So they could either make the car worse or they could make it better. Um, I hope better. So with with these upgrades, it's weird. For me, I always find out about them until after the race or once they announce it during mm-hmm. the race. And that's, that. It, I don't want to say it just like changes how I view things, but you know, the race and the, the race weekend itself, it's like, man, Lando is killing it. And honestly, just a quick aside, he's he's been doing great. I, he's been working with what he has, but this week in particular, I was like, man, Lando is killing it. And then of course I hear about the upgrades. So I'm like, Hmm, okay. That explains that. Yeah. But no, overall though, I was, I believe it or not, I actually like to see McLaren do well. It's Aww. just, it's just a little in, more enjoyable, I guess. It needs yeah. somebody to laugh at. Okay. And right now that's them, but yeah, no, I enjoy seeing McLaren, McLaren do well. I would, actually like more teams competing for that second second spot mm-hmm. um i do i do completely forget about alpine sometimes i won't lie but uh, yeah not but, soon soon i guarantee we're gonna see so much alpine it's gonna be ridiculous all right uh yeah i've i've lost track of who's doing what with upgrades i have to assume they have some coming out soon um, oh i didn't even mean that i just meant because ryan reynolds is now uh oh. part owner. Oh yeah, like, yeah. They're That's... gonna they're they're just gonna do a lot of branding and shit. Mm-hmm. I get maybe Esteban Alcon's gonna have a cameo in Deadpool three. Who knows? I hey, I mean, this is all part of uh the the American. Well, he's Canadian, isn't he? Who? Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Oh, never mind. I was gonna say this yeah. is all part of the American takeover of Formula One, but never. I can't even go there. Um, the Canadian takeover, actually, then. I guess, yeah. Well, Lance Stroll needs some help there. Who, who single-handedly saved F1, according to him. But with these upgrades, right, um, Mercedes will be unveiling some. As, uh, they have more upgrades to come in uh, Silverstone. Uh, like you said, uh, McLaren is coming out with some more. Now, where do you see this going? Uh, if 
let's just put you on the spot again. Mm-hmm. Where did Lando Norris end up in Silverstone? And Oscar Piastri, Ooh. can't forget about him too. Uh, I mean, uh, is it too safe to say top 10? Do you want an actual position? That's a little too safe for my liking. What if they're both top 10? What if I say they're both top 10? That's spicy. Okay. I, then they're that. both top 10. Okay. Well, you heard it here first. Top 10 finishes for both McLaren drivers coming up in Silverstone. Looking yeah, forward to that. On that one. Cool. Hey, you can, just as a, a quick reminder, you can say no to me. You can say no. Uh, I don't want to. No, I'm a people pleaser. I got it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, top ten is. I, I, I think I'm still not top ten. Yeah, I'm still not a hundred percent sure about Oscar Piastri. I know he's looked solid, but it's 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 a toss up right now for me. I think he could end up in the top ten. Ten seems a safe spot for him. Yeah, um, I haven't been impressed. Wow. Oh, well, we we can get into that if you want. What's what's no, been the problem? I mean, we can get into that if we do a rookie if we will we'll do a rookie episode and then we'll get into it okay well i like i like that as a little tease you have not been impressed with oscar piastri um okay. well i i think he's been okay now i'm also not impressed by nick DeVries. there is someone who I'm, I, I'm, I'm sure someone has out there been impressed with nick DeVries. i was on that island yeah. i was there I was one of those people that was suckered by his performance last year. He was in a Williams and he finished in the points in the rain. I mean, what else do you need to, to show people that you're a good driver, but no, he's seats in jeopardy, right? This is, this is make or break a couple races for him. Yeah. I mean, I thought he was supposed to like helmet Marco was supposed to say something about it. I thought, but yeah, I mean, sometimes they just say that to light a fire under them, you know, get them, get them motivated. But, um, could could we see a potential in season seat seat swap? Seat maybe I don't even know who's their reserve driver for uh, Alpha Tauri, but I, mean, I think they could do uh, Ricardo. That's that's true. I guess they do they do share everything with with mm-hmm. Red Bull, which I don't. How do, there is no excuse for Alpha Tauri being as bad as they are when you have Red Bull. If if yeah. you get nothing but scraps from Red Bull. You should still be in the middle somewhere. I don't. Yeah. There's no. Well, I saw it. they're they're rebranding next year. They're not yeah. going to be Alphatari anymore. Oh. Um, oh. And I forget who. I think it was probably Helmet Marco. Uh, was like, yeah, no, they just need to start copying Red Bull more. Like, I mean, I guess access. copying them is one thing, but you know, you got to actually. There's only one Max for stopping. I'll say that. Oh yeah. So yeah, but. I mean, I hey, think Yuki could handle it. I think I was going to say, you know, Yuki's been doing solid, I guess. Yeah. A couple more of those uh, missteps in qualifying, Sergio. You better watch out. Mm. Actually, I just realized we haven't really spent that much time talking about the top three finishes in, in this one, the podium, which not really a whole lot to say here. Yeah, yeah, I guess we did talk about Max Verstappen and his victory lap at the end there. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah. What else are you going to say? Max Verstappen, great. Most dominant driver on on the grid right now. I will say, I think we need to stop looking at Charles Leclerc as the number one driver in Ferrari. Bold Uh, to say after he... No, I understand, but still, like, Carlos Sainz did a really good drive yesterday. uh, Not yesterday, but on Sunday. Yeah. And there was um, some questionable strategy calls there with Ferrari, as there always is, with um, Do they double stack, they double stack, yeah, they? and yeah, and, they do, yeah, no, 
the double stack is kind of what did him in at the end there. Um, he did some he did some great driving. You know, he defended off Sergio Perez as long as he could with that mm-hmm. trick with the DRS detection spots being nice. right before the turn. That was beautiful job by Carlos Sainz. And honestly, yeah, I, you asked me this at the beginning of the season about um, who's the number one driver. It's obviously Charles Leclerc, right? Yeah. But yeah, yeah now the, the, the question is there. It's a conversation to be had. And I'm still not ready to, to dive off this Charles Leclerc, this ship here. Um, as you know, in our prediction video, I did have him finishing in the, getting the championship here, a little off there. Yeah. But no, I think Carl Sainz has made it a tougher decision for, for Ferrari. Uh, Ferrari themselves, they got to figure it out. Because, you know, if you, have, if you have two number one drivers, you don't have any number one drivers. That's just how it works. You know, you can't, you can't make this thing work with both of them. It's got to have, it's got to be a clear cut order that we see. Um, mm-hmm. We see it, it's, we see it with Red Bull, you know, they're like, hey, we got Max. We go all in on Max and that's <laughs> yeah. all we need. That's what Ferrari's got to do. Make that decision, go all in. I didn't mm-hmm. find it really funny. Tell me what you think about this, where at the beginning of the race, Charles Leclerc was struggling. Carlos Sainz was right behind him. He was he was kind of being a little pesky there, saying, "Hey, let me let me take a run at at old Max Verstappen." Yeah. I want to know what. All right, let's let's do some role playing here. I am Carlos Sainz, and I and you are the principal, team principal for Ferrari. And I okay. come in with the 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 radio message of, "Hey, I, I can get Max Verstappen." Give me your honest reaction to that message. No, we can't. No, we can't. Ah, ah. I, you can't. You can't. <laughs> I, I'm. I gotta imagine there. There was some laughter on the pit wall. There, they're just like, all right, guys, guys, we gotta respond. We gotta respond. Yeah. Like, and, uh, yeah. No, you but, can't. You can't do it. Hey, I. I think it was. It was. He didn't believe what he was saying there. Um, yeah. Speak, well, speak. I think. I think they should be letting him pass Charles at this point. I mean, he did have the pace, but come on, the pace to catch Max Verstappen. None of us, nobody believed that. Nobody. But I, I want to see if he pulls away just from Charles. I don't care about him uh, catching Max. I mean, that'd yeah. be nice. But I just want to see if he pulls away. Well, Max Verstappen, his fifth win in a row now. And I had, a, I had my reaction to that was it, it was more so like, damn, that's it? Only five? I, yeah. I kind of forgot that, that Sergio stole a couple in the season. But yeah, they could have said 10 win. I've been like, oh yeah, that sounds about that right. But yeah. yeah, you know, that's where we are with Max Verstappen, you know. Hey, he's he's made the wins uh a normal thing, which is honestly a pretty great compliment to give somebody. Yeah. Now, is there anyone else we missed? I have to I have to do this part where we just dive into these standings. Like, hey, I, I made sure to mention it once, but I'm gonna mention it twice. Logan Sargent P13. Yeah, we giving Florida him the flowers Man. today. Uh, actually, the flowers today will go to Alex Albon. Uh, didn't finish in the oh, points, but yeah. he was solid in qualifying. He was solid all race. That this Williams is um, is showing us something here. I, yeah. I I think it's a team to watch. Uh, we won't be seeing them get back to their old days of winning championships, but they're at least stepping it up. I'd say now um, they have to compete with teams like McLaren for one. Um, yeah. But I, I've been excited with what I'm seeing from Williams. And on that note, I want to pull up this little constructor standings that we got here. Go hit me with it. 
Now, I, I made sure to hold off on saying this when we were talking about McLaren, but I'm pretty sure they doubled their points thanks to that finish. Uh, oh, damn. So good for them, uh, jumping yeah. up to six. I think I texted you, actually. Uh, we Well, I didn't text you this, but we, we have our little outline, you know, pre-race guide that we sometimes try to stick to. And I said, can can McLaren, you know, maybe maybe catch up here and start competing with with these other boys. And I didn't realize how far off they were. And I also completely forgot that Alpine exists when I <laughs> asked you that question. And so yeah. I guess the question is, can McLaren catch Alpine? You know, they're, oh. Alpine is sitting at fifth with 47 points. McLaren's right there at sixth with 29 points. So what do you think? Is it doable? Uh, yeah. Where was Gasly? You know, he was a bit of an afterthought this race, but he finished P10. I, honestly, I don't know about these standings because I don't know who got penalties and who doesn't. At this point, mm-hmm. I was, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't look at the list. I just saw the, I saw the standings at the end of the race. I saw the alert that they handed out a bunch of penalties, and then I saw the new standings, and that was it. It's like, okay, so this is what we got now. They got to yep. figure out a new system for that, though. We, I, I can't think of any other sport that's, uh, we we watch the end result, the final final buzzer oh, yeah. goes off, and then I don't know, <laughs> two hours later, oh never mind. Be frustrated. Yeah, I can't think. Yeah, I mean I don't watch a lot of sports, but I couldn't see where that would happen. Mm-hmm. Can I put you on the spot again? Yeah, hit me. All right, we got we got the big one next week. The what? Yeah, Silverstone. Mm-hmm. Um, who? Which I think is it, it's. Silverstone yeah. is what people think Monaco is, in my opinion. Um, no, so that's, yeah, that's pretty accurate. So, what do you think? Podium for Silverstone. Let's hear it. Uh, Max, uh, I'll throw Lando in at three, just because I want to be optimistic and hopeful. And then second, let's go with Alonso. Oh wow! I just realized we didn't really talk about um, old Aston Martin in this this week but they didn't really they didn't really show a lot we saw yeah. we saw ferrari step up and then we saw aston martin and mclaren just or mercedes just have a have a rough weekend um yeah. so i'll i'll join you with this prediction though max for stopping of course p1 no question about that number two i'm gonna throw in lewis hamilton um okay. i think the team is gonna be throwing out some more upgrades and we'll we'll see what that does there and right behind lewis hamilton i'm gonna throw in george russell so oh. yeah i think mercedes they 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 tend to step up for this one. This is this will be a a fun w- weekend for them at Cowchester. Hmm. Cowchester? Cowchester. It's T O W C E S T E R. Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes another episode of the Rev Dub podcast. Thank you for joining us as always. Make sure to tune in. We try and do this thing following every race weekend. We will be back here following Silverstone. Peace. Adios.